hello and god bless you welcome to pleroma wednesday um it's such a pleasure to come to your homes today via this medium i'm pastor Ezra so emmanuel and i'm going to be sharing something so profound with us today i'm going to be teaching on the topic what i titled forever young and i'm going to be showing you some of the reasons why um as a believer you will never die you will never die you 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 can never go to hell as a believer you know many things in the christendom that are supposed to be majored on and minored on in other words they are being given little or no emphasis and then the ones that do not even matter are given very uh, the ones that do not matter are given very maximum um, emphasis and so today i'm just going to be talking to you on the security and the assurance of your salvation what you have received when you go born again and how that determines your internal destiny all right so one of the things i want to establish the bible says very popular scripture everyone can quote it offhand the bible says in john 3 16 for god so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but shall have everlasting life now everlasting life is is not it is a kind of life it is a life that is abnormal it is a life that is abnatural all right it is beyond a supernatural life it is a supernatural life all right so internal life is it's um it's not biological life it is not um an astrophical life it is supernatural it is supernatural and this is the life that comes upon a person who just believes that Jesus died for him and accepts Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. This is the kind of life that that person receives. So this is such a joy to know that we can, we ha- we can and we have received a life that cannot be altered. Alright, so the biological life is, is, is in the blood. Of course, you know the biological life of any human being is in the blood. But this life that we have received is not just impacting on our physical life, on our blood, on our DNA. It is impacting on our spirit. It is a life that we have received in our spirit. The Bible says, shall receive eternal life. The Greek word for this word, this eternal life, is zoe. Alright, so zoe is, is, is everlasting life. That's what it means. Zoe is everlasting life. And this life is the same is the same life that sustains God, that is responsible for the existence of God, that makes God ageless, that makes God dieless, that makes God weariless. It is the life that God has. This same life he has given to everyone who believes and receives him as their personal Lord and Savior. What a joy! What a joy. What a joy it is. What a joy it is. And so some of the things that has happened to you that that some of the things that has happened to you that happens to you when you believe you receive Jesus as your personal savior are the things that I want to share with you. The security that you have after you've received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior are the things I want to share with you. You've got so much security. So the Bible says very briefly here in the book of John chapter 10 from verse 27. Verse 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. They follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. They shall never perish. Did you see? They shall never perish. Neither shall anyone pluck them out of my hands. Say, this life that God has given to you, no one can take it out of you. No one can pluck you out of his hands. It's the kind of life that guarantees that you are consistently and continuously in his hands, in his 
trusts in his care, in his security. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Nobody can take this life away from you. The Bible says, you are his sheep and you hear your voice. You hear his voice. It says, the Father has given you to him and nobody can take you away from him. You cannot even take yourself away. The devil cannot take you away. Alright? This is, this is something that to rejoice about. And I'm going to show you another, another scripture that guarantees the security of the eternal life you have received in Christ. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 7 verse 22, it says, By so much was Jesus made a surety, that's a security of a better testament. He says, And they, they, they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue to reason to continue by reason of death. They were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continued ever, had on had on unchangeable priesthood. There was verse 25 says, Wherefore he is able to, to save from to save them to the uttermost that cometh unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. There were a lot of high priests, but these people could not continue their ministry because of death. But guess what? Something beautiful about Jesus. He is not dead. He is alive. And the Bible says he ever liveth to make intercession for us, to intercede for us, to continue his ministry, his priestly ministry, for he's at the right hand of the Father right now. This is the security of the, the internal life you have received. This is the security of the salvation that you have. This is one thing that, you sh- that should assure you that you will never die and you will live forever. He is at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you. Oh, you want to see another proof, another thing that secures the internal life that you have received? I'm going to show you. First uh, Peter chapter chapter one from verse three to five. First Peter chapter one verse three. Five. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of of Christ Jesus from the dead, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready for to, to be revealed in the last time. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. Did you see this? Did you see this? The Bible says we are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. So the power of God is another thing that secures this internal life that we have received and keeps us until the day of the rapture. It secures us until the day of the rapture. This is so beautiful. It says it preserves our inheritance until the day that we get to heaven. It keeps us. The power of God keeps us. The integrity of the power of God keeps you internally saved. The integrity of the power of God keeps your internal life secure. Now, lastly, another scripture that, that, that proves that your internal life in Christ is secure. Ephesians 4 and verse 30. It says, Grief not the Holy Spirit of promise, by whom ye are sealed till the day of redemption. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of promise, by whom you have been sealed till the day of redemption. Oh, this is beautiful. So the Holy Spirit is a seal till the day of redemption the holy spirit is a seal till the day of redemption 
when you receive the Holy Spirit, you have received a seal that ensures that you are not going anywhere, that you can't miss heaven. You have received the seal that guarantees your inheritance in heaven, that guarantees that you will never die, that you will live forever till the day of redemption. Oh, this is powerful. Ephesians 1 and verse 13, it says, in verse 12, from verse 12, it says that we should Okay, verse 13. Let me, say, let me read verse 13. It says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The day that you believed. It says, Which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory until the day of the redemption of his purchased possession until the day of the rapture you have been sealed you might want to say this i have been sealed by the holy spirit until the day of the rapture in those days when when um, and when farmers farmers used to usually put a seal on their animals just to mark their animals and to say oh this is mine this is different i'm differentiating this from this this is mine and this is yours so they take a hot iron and they put the seal on it and right now most brands, most businesses have adopted that system. They, they have a seal, a logo, or something that's an emblem that identifies that this is a property of this company. The same way the Holy Spirit in you is your identification. It is what emblems you. It is what badges you up to show, to tell the world and to tell the devil that you are a property of God. I mean, the day of redemption, the day of rapture, when the rapture comes, is the Holy Ghost that is inside of you that will bear witness that you are you are nobody else's property, but you are a property of God. The Bible says, for the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are ch- children of God. So in that day of rapture, guess what will happen? The Holy Ghost in you is the one that will launch you out, is the one, is the magnet. Hey is the one that will identify you as a sole property of heaven. This is why you will live forever. Oh, glory to God. This is why you will never die. The Holy Ghost in you marks you out as a sole property of heaven, as a citizen of heaven. The same way your passport, your your passport has your picture on it and has your name on it and has the stamp of your country on it. And that's a mark that you are a citizen of that country. So when you show a passport, you, you the passport identifies you as a citizen of a country. The same with the Holy Ghost is your passport that identifies you as a citizen of heaven. And if you have the Holy Ghost, then you will never die. I can prove this to you. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter, chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Very important. Romans 10 and verse 38. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shalamaga barabada barabada. Kore bidi bidi kipe suza zabaradash. Romans 10 and verse 38. Romans 8 and verse 11. For if the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the grave comes upon you, it will quicken your mortal body. Oh, glory to God. Romans 8 and verse 11. If the spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the grave comes upon you, it will quicken your mortal body. Oh, this is powerful. 
So if the spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the grave comes upon you, the Bible says to quicken your mortal body. It will quicken your mortal body. It will quicken your mortal body. <laughs> it will quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So if the spirit of God comes upon you, you your mortal body is quickened. That the, the, the person, a man, the believer that has the Holy Ghost, the day that Jesus will come, the way the, the techniques of your rapture is going to be this your body, your mortal body, will be transited into an immortal body. Your mortal body will lose power. Your mortal body will be will be upgraded. I think that's the word for it. Your mortal body will be upgraded into a supernatural body. The Bible says that if the same way that the Spirit of God rose Jesus Christ from the grave, that is the same thing that will happen in the day of the rapture. The same Spirit that you have on your inside, there's the same Spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the grave. That same Spirit will raise you up, will quicken your mortal body and you will, you will, you will be jet-packed. You will be ascended by the same Spirit to meet with your Father in heaven. This is glorious, isn't it? So if you're born again, if you have received Jesus into your life as your personal and savior, these are the things that you stand to benefit. And these are the securities that you have. That you can never be left behind. That you can never perish in hell. And this should give you more joy. This should give you more motivation to even go preach to people who never or who have never known God or who have never known who Jesus is. All right. Hallelujah. I hope you're getting something tonight. Alright, you, you're going to listen to the next um, message shortly. God bless you. Saying that these people, their name is written where? Their name is written where? Heaven. Everybody open your Bible. You can't be looking at me. If you catch this thing, you'll become more powerful than you are in Christ. Everyone open your Bible. Verse 23. Hebrews 12 and verse 23. Look at your Bible. We should have gotten a screen, but let's use what we have. Look at your Bible. Yes. Everybody, let's read verse 23 all together. One, two, go. To the General Assembly and Church of the First are written in heaven. And to God, the Judge of all, and to the Spirit of just men, make perfect. The General Assembly of the Church of the Firstborn, whose name is written with him, Whose name is written where? So, can you help me preach your neighbor? Say, neighbor, in case you don't know, my name is written in heaven. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm a member of the church of the firstborn, and I've got my name in heaven. So, what makes you think that you will go to hell as a child of God? What makes you think? That after receiving Jesus into your, into your life as, as, as Lord and your Savior, that you will die and go to hell. Somebody say the devil is a bastard. Say the devil is a liar. I'll give you a second thing that happens when you, give, when you give your life to Christ. The second thing that happens is the Bible says in the book of John 14, everybody open up, John 14 and verse 16. John 14 and verse 16. This is, this is so important. Holy brando sikhanash. John 14 and verse 16. Oh, verse 6, sorry. John 14 and verse 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John 14 and verse 6. When you got born again, something happened. Let's read, let's read quickly. 
John 14 verse 6. That's six, yes. Jesus said unto him, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, yes, the truth, and yes. the life. Yes. No man cometh unto the Father yes. but by me. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. But by Jesus. Where is the Father? Where is the Father? When you receive Jesus, what happened to you? The Bible says that no one, he says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And the Father is in heaven. So if you want to go to the Father, what do you need? You, who do you need? Jesus. You need Jesus to go to the Father. So if you are born again, let me see your hands. So if you are born again, do you have Jesus? Yes. If you have Jesus, do, are, you, are you before the Father? Are you in heaven actually? Yes. Because you are. No one comes to the Father but by me. And the Father is in heaven. So if you have Jesus, you have, you have been born into the presence of the Father. So you are born in heaven. You are a child of God. You are not on, you, you might be on the earth, but you are already in heaven. You saw the scripture we read, Ephesians 2 and verse 6, I think yesterday, that we are now seated with Christ Jesus. Fah! Above principalities and power and above wickedness in high place. We are seated with whom? So in heaven we don't have about we don't have, I was thinking we have um, God the Father, God the Son, and then we we sit somewhere. Because there are only two thrones in heaven. And the Bible says where we are seated is in Christ Jesus. So where Jesus is, that's where we are. Amen. Amen. So what makes you think that as a born again Christian, you can go to hell? Who is giving you that thing? Who is making because this is one of the reasons why many people don't can't serve God the way they want to. They can't pray the way they want to. They can't evangelize. They are not even bold of what they have received. They don't know that they have received eternal life. And is this eternal life that makes you heaven bound? Amen. Amen. If we understand this thing, it will be an excitement to go look for someone on the street and, and share the gospel with that person. But now many believers are tired of evangelism because they don't know what they have. And this is one of the things God has sent me to Canada to, co to, to correct. Can I hear someone say to me in response, I am born into the presence of my Father. When I got born again, I got born into the presence of my Father. So I am already in heaven. Oh, you believe that shall go away. Another thing that happens to you when you give your life to Christ or when you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Philippians 4. Philippians 4 and verse 20. I think Philippians 3 and verse 20, sorry. Philippians 3 and verse 20. Philippians 3 and verse 20. Oshana Mahaya. Can you read that? Philippians 3 and verse 20. Quickly. Quickly. For our conversation. For our conversation is in heaven. Okay, hold on. I don't know why there's um, a missing translation. Is anyone? Does anyone have a message translation? Okay, let's read that one. I'll explain it. So our conversation is where? Is where? Is where? Go ahead. Go ahead. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. For our conversation is in heaven. From whence? In other words, you know, in this King James, they speak plenty of grammar. The word conversation. Is there any message translation here? Anybody can help with message translation? Okay, go ahead. Read. Let's see if it, it makes it clearer. Thank you so much, man of God. Lord bless you. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, three trends. Yes. Um, I'm reading from from 
TPT, sir. But we are a colony of heaven and earth. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? As we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our humble bodies and transfigure us into the identical likeness of his glory, glorified This body. is talking about the rapture. So I'm looking for even a simpler translation. I wish there's a message here. Message. Okay, let him read from back. No, message from the back. Yes, please. But there's far more to life for us. Yes. We are citizens of high heaven. Hold on. Did you hear the word citizens? Yeah. Somebody say, I'm a citizen. I'm a citizen. Of heaven. The day I received Jesus into my heart, I became a citizen. Of heaven. Go ahead, sir. We are waiting the arrival of the Savior. Okay. The Master, Jesus Christ. We will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He will make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he is putting everything as it should be under and around him. Amen. So, because you are a citizen of heaven, don't, no, don't allow anybody to put fear in you that you are going to go to hell. The moment you receive Jesus into your life as your personal Lord and Savior, you have become a citizen of heaven. So, this the King James translation said, we are waiting for him to come. When we are waiting for him, is in heaven. We are in heaven, waiting for him to come and take us to heaven. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Though we are on earth, but we are existing in a different atmosphere. We are existing there in a different atmosphere. And in, in this atmosphere, this atmosphere for us is heaven. We are already there. But we are just waiting for him to come and take us to join him. Tell your neighbor, you are born again. You have received the life of Christ. You have received eternal life. life. Therefore, you are a citizen of heaven. Do you know what it means to be a citizen of a country? It means there are certain things that you are entitled to. There is no risk. You cannot be coming back to your country and they tell you, you we deport you. And they deport you from your country. Eh? I'm showing you this. Because after tonight, the devil has harassed you. That devil of condemnation, that devil that has made you feel that you are the worst person on earth. That devil is going to take to his ears tonight. Amen. Oh, your yeah, image show you believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now listen to this very one more thing that happens to you when you give your life to Christ. I'm just showing you some of the things that happens once you receive the eternal life. The, when you receive the eternal life, you received you received an honest. Second Corinthians chapter one and verse twenty two. When you receive the eternal life, you received a seal, you received a guarantee. When you receive Jesus into your personal, as your personal as you receive the guarantee. By the way, AJ Praise, this was this was so powerful. Can we celebrate AJ Praise in the house? Hallelujah. It was so powerful. The worship session was powerful. You know, I had never heard him worship before. I met him and by the Spirit of God, I just wanted him to come minister to us. And how many of you are blessed, really? Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. I was richly blessed. So you're going to be ministering along with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Aha. So, first point, is it first question? Second question, chapter 1 and verse 22. Second question, chapter 1 and verse 22. When you receive Jesus into your, into your life as your personal Savior, you receive a guarantee that you are heaven bound. That you can, hey, uh, you can never go to hell. Can you, can you say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. you aren't going to hell. It's no longer the spirit of fear, it's the spirit of adoption. Where with you can cry, Abba Father. Somebody shout, Abba Father. Abba Father. 
Shout out with boldness. Shout out, Abba Father. You might want to say it in the language as I say, my daddy. My daddy. Somebody say, my daddy, my daddy. My daddy, my daddy. That's the spirit you have received, the spirit of boldness. That's what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, and 14. It says, Let us come unto the throne of grace. Let us come boldly unto the throne of grace and maintain grace and mercy to help in the time of need. He walk boldly. Just to tell you that if you want to obtain something from God, really, you have to come boldly. And the Holy Ghost is what gives you the boldness. You have the Holy Ghost in the house. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Because of the Holy Ghost on your inside, you have boldness to call him daddy. Somebody say, my daddy, my daddy. My daddy, my daddy. And if mother abandoned her suckling child, he can, he can, can uh, father give his, his child, or his child, stole in place of bread and sap in place of fish. He says, if a father or mother would not do that to a child, how much more your heavenly father be able to do all that you ask of him? Those of you that are thinking that God is, God is, God is not good, God is not kind. Imagine how your father is treating you. How your parents cares for you. They pay your school fees. They, they are trying to see that you succeed. They are praying for you. How much more the father? You think you think God is a destroyer. But how much more the father? Some people think that God is wicked. Your parents are not wicked. But you think God is wicked. But God is calling himself your father. Tell your neighbor Jesus cares for you. Tell your neighbor your daddy cares for you. If you believe that, shout the big amen. amen. Alright. You are the Lamb upon the throne. You are the Lamb. You are the Lamb upon. Do you know that song? The throne. You are the Lamb. You are the Lamb. Upon the throne, for you are glorious. For you, and we command it to go now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The shame has been turned to a song of praise. The songs of shame have been turned into a song of praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now put your hands there. Of Jesus, we build it better. In the name of the Lord Jesus. <coughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, as, I'm, as I'm holding, as I'm holding your hands now. I'm seeing things removed from your from your stomach. I'm seeing things removed from your stomach. Amen. It's removing everything that was there, not planted by my heavenly Father. The Bible says, "Shall be uprooted." Power of God. You see it right now. Where's the water? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let us drink. Father, as she drinks this water, it is a perfection of our healing. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
We command your healing power to rest upon Mama. 